Welcome to the Average Joe's Gaming Podcast with your hosts, Jesse and Joe. Episode 16, The Super Snooze Bowl. talk about the awesome Super Bowl that was on Sunday, and we had a Super Bowl game day. It was not a super awesome game, <laughs> from what I saw of it. It was probably the best Super Bowl game of the century. You're being sarcastic right now. <laughs> I can tell you are. It was awful. Here's what happened. Tom Brady grabbed the Infinity Gauntlet, right? filled each one of the stones, snapped his fingers, and dusted half of the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> well then, um, before we get too far into uh, you know the Super Snooze Bowl that happened on Sunday, what came in the mail this past week? What did we get in the game room? Uh, let's see here. We got uh, a newer version of Carcassonne okay. from Z-Man Games, which includes the River Expansion. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a cool little party game called You Blew It. Which looks like a stick of dynamite. Yes, and then it comes with six dice in there that are all sticks of dynamite. Mm-hmm. So it's a little uh, gemstone mining game. Okay. Yeah, I know. I like gemstone mining. Yeah. We, we, we all know this. This and dice. Yeah. Dynamite dice. Okay, what else all did right. we get? Uh, we also got uh, Gal- Galacticwest, I believe is how you pronounce it. Okay. It was, it was developed by an 11-year-old girl. Yep, and you can only find it at Target. Correct. So it was the Pressman... Um, contest for, for designing games. Okay. So, um, I thought it'd be fun to get, and so I uh, picked that one up. It was pretty cheap. It was like 15 bucks. Okay. Uh, we also got the Bucket of Doom. The Bucket of Doom. I've actually seen this. I have not like looked in, into it, but I've heard it's good for like two players. Uh, it's actually a party game. Okay. And, uh, so I went to Target, and I checked out their clearance section, mm-hmm. because we're going to have this thing called Extra Life Ooh, coming extra up in, life. in June. And we haven't talked about that at all. No. And uh, so I was thinking, what are some games that we play <laughs> at, like, 2 in the morning that require no brain? When you guys do burpees. Wow. No. Uh, that's mostly party games. Okay. It takes less, less brain power. Less brain power. Uh, I also picked up uh, Streaking Kittens, an expansion <laughs> to uh, Exploding Kittens. That sounds like fun. So, um, I believe that is it. No. No? My Valentine's Day gift. Oh, that's right, because uh, you're, you're a brat and you needed to get it early. I wasn't a brat. Your <laughs> birthday is Valentine's Day. So, you, you I got you the uh, Disney... Memes. Memes? Mm-hmm. Yes, Okay. I'm excited to play that. All right. So that's what you 
what we got. arrived. And so, since we really, we can go into what we played because what we played is we also had the football game on in the background. We did. So, what did you guys start off playing? Uh, see, the first game we played was Blood Bowl Team Manager, the card game. Okay. And, uh... How is that different from Blood Bowl? Well, <laughs> it's quite a bit different, actually. Okay. Uh, Blood Bowl, the board game, is played with miniatures, a football field, and, uh, basically playing a type of football game. Okay. The card game is you are kind of like coaches, sending your players out there for each game, and they're, it's all cards, 100% cards. Yeah. And uh, so you're sending your, your players out there to match up against another player, or another another person with their team. Okay. And you just want to win that matchup, get the most fans, and win it totally. So what you guys were talking about, like who had the ball? Correct. What did that mean? The ball gets uh, plus or minus points. It can do things for you, um, just like cheating. Cheating is encouraged in this right. game. So Unless um, you get ejected like Tom right. did. There are where the refs actually pay attention and will eject you, and that's a little ref's whistle, so you'll get ejected from the game. Your player gets put in your discard pile, and, well, then you're one player short on that uh, matchup. Okay. So you guys played that. It was you, Tom, Kim, and Noel. Yes. And who won? Noel did. Noel did. By a lot. Okay. So while you guys were playing that, yes. I got roped into playing Silly Shenanigans, Princess Mina, and what else did we play? Um, I feel like we played another one. I can't remember. But yeah, I got roped into playing games with Kathleen. And that was fun. She won every game we played, even though she really didn't win. Gotcha. So there was that. And that was pretty much, you know, there. we were not watching the football game. At all. Not really any of us. Well... Every it was once, to a point, yeah. Every once in a while. There wasn't much going on the whole first half. No, there wasn't. And all of a sudden it was like, you guys were done with Blood Bowl. And we were setting up Wingspan. And all of a sudden I look up and I'm like, is it halftime already? Yeah. And Yep, it was halftime. Nothing he's had stripping happened. stripping down to his belly tattoo. Which, you know, Tom says he's going to get a belly tattoo. I think he should. Encouraged him. He to should it. actually get my face on his <laughs> stomach, and in the belly button, I'll just have my mouth open. That's just disgusting. <laughs> he could feed me skills. That's absolutely <laughs> disgusting. You don't need to tell people that how you fed Skittles to my belly button when I was pregnant. I didn't. You just did. I did. I know. Yeah. TMI. But yeah, I really didn't notice that it was halftime already, and absolutely nothing had happened in this game. The field goal, what think that happened? But that's just my point. I mean, usually for the Super Bowl, it's, you know, either it's an all-out, just 
It was an amazing battle between two incredibly strong defenses. I don't know about that. I can't really say. Or maybe they were just really tired from all the partying the night before. I can't say either way because, you know, I really didn't watch a whole lot of it. I think it's because, you know, the Rams were really fighting, and, and but Brady's so strong, he had the power stone. Okay, you can stop because I'm going <laughs> to hit you because I hate Tom Brady. I'm so sick and tired of hearing about Tom Brady. Now, do you hate Tom Brady because of the whole deflate gate thing or because he's just an above-average player or one of the league's best, supposedly, um, because of the stats? What, what is, why do you hate Tom Brady? I think it's partly because, you know, of the deflate gate thing, but also because, you know, He's all—he's just kind of arrogant to me, you know. He's like, "Oh, I won this," and then when he's not winning, he becomes a whiny baby. Well, here's the thing. So, uh, I had actually heard—I can't remember which which football player, ex-football player, had said it. He, he was, was from the Baltimore, Baltimore Ravens. That's okay. all I remember. Ray Lewis. Yeah, I think it was Ray Lewis. Yeah. Um. So he had mentioned, and I know there's a whole bucket of worms with Ray Lewis, but he had mentioned that. It is easy to play into your 40s now with all of these rules to protect the quarterbacks. Right. And I, I got to agree with him. If if you take Tom Brady mm -hmm. and you put him back in the 90s with Favre or back in the, and I, obviously time travel, <laughs> but or in, in the 60s with Bart Starr, those guys, the gridiron, I don't think he would last. No, but I mean... He if, would just get annihilated. If you look at him compared to Favre, Favre was way more of a more sportsman-like. Favre was like a kid. I love to watch Favre play. Because right. he always had fun. He was everywhere. He was. And he would try the, you know, the most incredible impossible throws to try to get his team to victory. And, yes, there were a lot of times where it failed. Right. But if you think about it, regardless if it failed or not, they were going to lose unless he tried this. And a lot of the times, it succeeded. And it was just this miraculous throw mm -hmm. threaded through a needle, and it's like, Nobody else could have made that throw. No. So it was it was a ton of fun watching him play. But he also just got his butt kicked. He did. And he he had a lot of seasons where he had, you know, not a whole lot of receivers, experienced receivers. You know, um, I think there was a couple times where he took pay cuts to try to keep receivers. Not a lot of players do that. It, I mean, okay, so then you go into the whole thing about Aaron Rodgers, you know, greatest of all time. Um, I haven't seen Rodgers do a whole lot lately, and I know we're kind of like getting into a whole tangent about football, we but, are. you know, whatever. This is this is a gaming podcast. Football's a game. Football is a game. <laughs> so, Rodgers, uh, I think his better years are past him. Right. Um, I think all he's right now is he's getting a massive paycheck. 
and he's not putting the numbers up. No. The Packers have, you know, kind of died. I think it was, what, Kathleen is four. It was, like, almost four years ago now that the Packers were even in the playoffs. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's... Uh, and it was eight years ago that they won. Right. And, you know, part of it's McCarthy. You know, there's some, there's some argument to be had of they shouldn't have fired him and let him go the way... You know what? Plain and simple is he was basically the manager mm -hmm. of of his his business. <laughs> is the way I look at it is his players are his employees. His employees were walking all over him. Right. Hence Rogers. You cannot have an employee that can constantly tell the manager how it is going to be. If that is the case, you get rid of the manager and then you get rid of the employee. So I, I really think Rogers' days are numbered. Okay. If he if this next year with them getting rid of McCarthy, if he doesn't put up numbers, I really don't think he's gonna be around. So moving on from our little football tangent that we had. Right. I played wingspan you with did. Tom, Alyssa, Kim, and myself, obviously. And that went very well. I was kind of worried because I wasn't getting the cards out there like I was supposed to. Mm -hmm. And I was getting a little worried there at the end. Okay. And I look over at Tom's board, and he's got, if you've ever played Wingspan, and I, I really can't wait to get this game, but if you've played Wingspan, there's three different habitats. There's the trees, like forest, there's the grasslands, and then there's the river wetland. And so Tom had all of his spots filled up for um, his trees. He didn't have any in the grassland. And I think he had like one or two in the wetland. I was like, oh, great. What am I going to do? And I, I was really surprised that I won because it was it was close between me and Tom. You know, he didn't have any eggs on any of his cards. So that was really interesting to me. And I think that was just kind of a a personal choice to do that. Okay. So while I was playing that, what did you you and Noel played? We played Champions of Midgard. Okay, remind me Champions of Midgard. Champions of Midgard is a, a Viking-themed board game that is worker placement. Okay. A um, little bit of die rolling. Uh, you're mostly trying to get workers and warriors or resources. You have uh, Vikings that you place on the, the locations to get your resources or your warriors and you want to go up and fight the troll. If you do not defeat the troll, he gives blame to everybody. Uh, if you do defeat the troll, you get to take one of your blame tokens and give it to another player. Um, and then there's a line of draugers up at the top, which you can defeat for uh, victory points and coins. Um, at the bottom, you can get a ship 
and go and try to defeat some monsters, which are worth more victory points, and um, usually some kind of benefit, uh, such as a favor token. Favor tokens are worth two points at the end of the game, um, or also you can use them as a reroll. Um, it went really, really well. Um, I, I really enjoy that game. Um, I... I came in at 130 points, and Noel came in at 96. He did really well, um, I feel. Okay. So, um, but things just clicked with me on this one. I did really poorly the first time I played this game. And when was that? Uh, down at the Lakes Area Game Fest. Okay. That was the first time I played it, and I think I came in at like 30 points. E. Yeah, four-player game. It was brutal. Um... But uh, I did really well in this one. Good. I really seemed to get things under control. Did you guys play that once or twice while we played Wake Band? Once. Once. Yep. Just trying to get a gauge of, you know, how long it was. Because I couldn't tell if you guys were playing, if you guys played once. No, it's, played it's eight rounds. Okay. So then it's, it's done. So. All right. And yep. then you, Alyssa, and Tom played... Azul... Stained Glass of Sintra. Okay. Or as Tom says, Stained Glass of Sinatra. On purpose? Yes. <laughs> That's okay. more fun for him. Oh, okay. That that explains it more. Yes, but it is Sintra. Sintra. Okay, so you guys played that. I, I really don't care for it as much. I and mean, this is the second time I played it, but I, I really do not care for it as much as the regular Azul. And I, I just don't know why. It just it doesn't doesn't click with me nearly as much as the regular Azul. And for me, if I'm going to play a stained glass window game, I'm going to play Sagrada. Okay, I was just going to ask, you know... Is it, it, I mean, they're, they're nothing alike, to be honest, okay. other than the stained glass theme. It's just, I like Azul better than Azul stained glass. And it's is a stained glass game for thematics, because I do like thematics. Right. I like the Sagrada game better. So what's the difference between... I've played Azul, mm -hmm. but I have not played the stained glass version. The stained glass version is the same mechanic in the middle of the board, or middle of the table, where you've got the, the round discs with the four gems or four tiles. Okay. Four pieces of glass. So you get to pick tiles. Yep. And then you'll pick one color, the rest will go in the middle, and you'll play it similarly to regular Azul. Okay. Um, with this one here, you've got rows of different stained glass, and so you want to complete that. Uh, when you complete it all the way at the bottom, you'll score that point value that's at the bottom, which is anywhere from one to Four points, I believe. So it's kind of like Azul, but thing. Kind of. So as soon as you score the first one, what you're going to do is you're going to score that, and then if there's a bonus for that color at that time, you're going to score a bonus for how many color that is giving the bonus and how many pieces of glass you have in that color. Once you do that, you put all your other glass in the broken glass area, and then you're going to flip over your window. Okay. Once you do that twice, you remove the window strip from the, from your your player area. 
once you score another one to the right of any of them, if you score, let's say you score the leftmost and you have a couple on the right-hand side of that, you score points for the one you just completed plus any of them to the right of that. So if I score the first one and that's four points and the next one is already done as well and I've, I've scored that one already, I also get to score that one again. So that's, that's where you start to really rack up some points if you're scoring, if you score <laughs> almost the last one first and then work your way the other way, you would score a lot more points. Problem is, is you work your way from left to right on the top of the board with your worker. Once you get to any certain point in the right of the, of the board, of the top of the board, you reset. So you can never go left. You always move to the right and then you reset and put your guy back to the leftmost spot. This is Fry Ray. A little bit, yeah, sorry. Um, I'm totally and utterly confused, but it doesn't really sound like, and I mean, it's a beautiful game. It is, it is a really pretty game. I just, I don't care for it as much. I'm not saying I don't like it. Right. I do enjoy it. It's just, it's not one that, one, I have to own, mm -hmm. and it's not one that I have to play. So... If, if I were to ch if, if I were to give him the choice of we play Azul or Azul Stained Glass, I'm going to choose Azul. Right. So it's just something about Azul that I like better than Stained Glass. And and Sagrada is more of a, almost a, Sudok a Sudoku type um, Stained of. Glass game because you're, you're putting different die values plus colors and you're, and you're trying to do it strategically, but you can't place the same number next to the other one. And you can't place the same color next to the other one. And if I remember correctly, a while ago, we have a video playthrough of Sagrada. And we also, which is now on our website. And we also have a video of Azul. Which is also on our website. And YouTube. Yes. So, um, but yeah, that just, I'm sorry, my brain is completely fried. I no idea how to play that game. I would probably do better at sitting down and watching you guys play it? Yeah, I've, I've played it twice, and I, I've come in last both times that we've played it. And then the times you've played Azul. Azul, I mean, it, it's kind of a hit and miss. You know, sometimes sometimes I win, sometimes I'm right in the middle. But with, with stained glass, it's just, I haven't figured it out yet. On I mean, I, I have, but I can't figure how to do that what I want. And it, a lot of it is really just the colors that come up or what you need, and it, it just, sometimes it doesn't work. Right. I, I totally understand that. So, overall, on our game day, how do you think it went? I think it went great, to be honest. Okay. Yeah. We had, uh, you know, we had Alyssa, Noel, Kim, Tom, uh, obviously, you and I were there. Mm -hmm. um, so you get you get six people playing games. Right. We had two separate games going on at the same time. You know, the goal honestly is is to to get more. More. You know, I, I think it'd be kind of cool to have eight or ten people here. You know, we used to have a lot of people here. We you know, did. Ten, twelve, fifteen. Sometimes 
I think the biggest crowd we ever had was like 18 people here. Well, and, you know, I'm not trying to make excuses for anybody, but it is winter and it was it was getting cold and there was rainy ice. Yeah, but it was a sauna in the game room. It was. You were running around in shorts. Yeah, Noel actually took his coat off. That never happened. I know. He said... <laughs> He actually joked around with me about it. He says, you know, I never get never get hot in here. He says, I am roasting. And that was because your wife was freezing. You and Kim, apparently. Well, after a while, Kim started to get warm, and I was still freezing. Yeah. Not sure what was going on with that. It was kind of funny, actually. Uh, I was looking at my Facebook memories today. Yeah. And uh, six years ago, uh, I have a picture of you in a sweatshirt, gloves, <laughs> and three blankets. I think one of those was heated. Yes. And it was 67 degrees in the house, and you were freezing. Yep. And I was running around in shorts. Which is normal for our house. Yeah. That was a different house, but it's normal for our house for you to run around in shorts and me to run around in, you know, full-on Under Armour winter gear. Yeah. Right now I'm in an Under Armour sweatshirt, slippers, blanket, and you're sitting here with shorts and flip-flops. Yeah! And I'm sure you're perfect. I am perfect. It is beautiful in the game room. Right? So, no, it's it's good. I, I feel like we had a good game day. Do I wish that I could have gotten to play more than just Wingspan? I was kind of hoping for a game of Pigskin. And what's that one? Pigskin is a it's just a simplistic little card game, two to four players, and you are playing cards in a drafting uh, game. You're drafting your hand. Okay. So uh, what you start out with your hand, you're going to pick one card, pass it to your left, pass it to your right, whatever, and you're going to pick one card from that hand, pass it again, and eventually you'll have a different hand of cards than what you started out with. You're going to play four of the five cards. Basically, every card you play is a, a quarter. Okay. Okay? Um, or not every card you play. Uh, the four cards you play is the one quarter. It's, it lasts four quarters, the game does. Okay. And so, it's basically, um, you play a card, it either has a tackle on it, or it has a, a touchdown, which is a football. Uh, or it has an ability based off of a previous card that's been played. That's your star players. So whoever has the most touchdowns at the end of the quarter gets the victory points. Top player gets three victory points. Uh, I think second comes in with one victory point. Third and fourth obviously get nothing. Um, do that four times, and that's the end of the game. Whoever has the most points wins. Okay. So I know that you... Kickstarted. I did. I kickstarted this. Oh, it's been a while. It's been a very long six, time. Six, six plus years ago, Something I think. Something like that. Is this game available anywhere else? I don't believe so. Okay. I don't think it ever hit a mass market. Um, it doesn't even come in a box, to be honest. No, I know it comes it, in a bag. It comes in a little drawstring bag mm -hmm. that. Uh, so I had a card that was. Um, Personalized, you know, you, you do the pledge level of um, I want to be in this game, <laughs> right? <laughs> Which I love. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, so I, I did uh, Joe the Hammer Hammerly mm -hmm. and uh, got a star player. And, and a lot of people did do their own star players. There's there's quite a few in there. Um, there's even one that's uh, Malcolm Reynolds. <laughs> and uh, they've got a Cthulhu card in there. They've got all kinds of stuff. So are those cards, do you feel like those are cards that people paid for or are those cards that the designers put in there? The designer did the expansion and uh, that's where you get like the wrestling card where the dino, dino wrestler where you have to throw your or slide your card. You know, you have to throw it onto the table and whoever it lands on removes all the touchdowns from that, from those cards. Okay. Very rarely happens. Right. Um, but but those were, were a design expansion. Um, the, the star players, you can tell which ones were, were made for some of the people, for the pledges. But uh, if you did that and you, you got a personalized bag, like I got my number and then uh, my name on the, the back of the bag, like a jersey. Oh, okay. So it was a, it was a really cool thing. I think even for the, the personalized card and the bag and everything, I did like 50 bucks. Which, if you didn't do that and you just did base game, I think it was like 14 Okay. So it was really, it was an affordable game. Uh, I think the guy that designed it was like Kansas City, something like that, something in the Midwest area. Okay. So I was pretty stoked to, to get that one. So that was one of the games that you wished we would have gotten to. Yeah. I Why? mean, I, I played it before a um, few times. Uh, that or Techno Bowl, is, I would have liked to play that. Why didn't you play either one of these with Noel? Um, well, it was just kind of one of those things where we were looking at games and, and Champions of Midgard kind of struck my fancy. Uh, I brought off uh, Bottom of the Night, but he had only played the, the app, so he did not. He was not familiar with the card game. And uh, Baseball Highlights, 2045. Mm -hmm. uh, it's been a while since I played that one. So um, getting that one to the table and then reading instructions, I was pretty familiar with Champions of Midgard. Okay. And I wanted to play that one again anyway, so um, I forgot I, I had not actually taken the, the cards out of the wrappers or anything like that, so it was a quick kind of unboxing quick and then set it up. So So you wanted to play Technoble, and so what is Technoble? Alright, Technoble is a large uh, football game, so you have a, a field and you have basically 8-bit characters. Uh, little cardboard standees, wooden blocks, uh, there's even some 3D printed uh, miniatures that you can get your hands on. So anyway, uh, what you're going to do is uh, you have a team of seven, I believe, uh, players, and it's a mixture of NFL Madden, the video game, okay. uh, NFL Blitz, and the old Tecmo Bowl from Nintendo. It is a mixture of those three games built into a board game. Okay, and so you're you're talking to a girl here who really did yeah. play video games. All right. Anyway, so you've got a hand of cards, which is a bench actually, and you have this little. Um, it looks like an uh, old Nintendo controller, mm -hmm. and that is your bench. And you're going to put your whole lineup of all your 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 players on the bench, and you have two cards for each player. And you're going to take uh, 
want to say five cards into your hand, and you're going to program movement. So you're going to put them in the order that you want to play them. Once you have put them face down, there is no resetting or reorganizing. You now flip up the top card, opponent flips up the top card, and you play out that action. So um, it's initiative order, highest number goes first, and the way they do the highest number is they do the jersey number. So if you're a 76 and you're going against 42, the 76 gets to go first, and they decide whether they're going to move, block, tackle, pass, that kind of thing. So really not that much involved. I mean, there's stuff involved with it, but I mean, overall, it's kind of a simple game. Yeah, I mean, it's, it is simpler to teach. Yeah, um, there's quite a I'm bit saying. of strategy to it. Oh, obviously. Um, I have enough to play three games at once, so I, I'm getting a lot of fields and stuff like that, and they're the neoprene uh, playmats. Yeah. So, and I, I have uh, something for each one of the teams. And so it's the MFL instead of the NFL. And so it's called the More Fun League. Oh, funny. So, and they have uh, uh, little kind of quirky names that are based off of the actual players. Like uh, Aaron Rodgers mm -hmm. for the Greenbacks. Oh, yeah. Is uh, Roger Dodgers. I remember seeing that. So. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So, do you have anything else you want to talk about? Mm, well, yeah, um, we're going to try once a week to play a game, you and me. Apparently not. No, we'll do it. And we're going to stream that. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Apparently forgot. A little bit. All right. So anyway, we're going to try at least stream once once a week, and um, we'll try to announce that a couple days in ahead, maybe a, a day. Mm -hmm. I don't know. <laughs> you might only get a ten minute warning. Right. So if you subscribe to our YouTube channel, obviously when we go get ready to stream, uh, it will notify you an hour in advance. So um, otherwise, you could hit us up with an email or something like that. So do you have a game picked out that you want to play? Oh, I have lots of games. I know this because we have a bucket list of 19 games that we want to play this year. Yes, this is true. So. I guess that's for me to know and you to find out. Joy. Rapture. Rapture? I'm so excited. All right. Yeah. So, uh, upcoming events uh, this weekend. I'm kind of hoping to get um, Ogarta. Oh, yeah. Uh, by this weekend, I have Friday off. Yay! So, I'm pretty stoked about that. Uh, and if we do get that, uh, I'm hoping to get some playthroughs and possibly get a video review out of that and a podcast review as well. Yeah, so be looking out for that on, you know, when we get the box. Yep, from it, Instagram or anything like that. Yep, uh, but that's from Goat Games. Mm -hmm. So I'm pretty pretty stoked about that. Yeah, um, it's a great opportunity. I saw the picture of the game they were holding, and it the box looks massive. So we'll see. It I like the theme of it. 
I really right. do. So uh, I, I think I can have some fun with that. I don't think so at all. So, um, and then we've got uh, next weekend, the, next for the love of gamers, weekend. the 16th? The 16th. Of February. Yes. All right. And that, you got some games in mind for that? Not really. Basically what I was going to do, I know that, I mean, obviously Valentine's Day is... Love letter. There is love letter. But truthfully, I don't think there's really, you know, any games out there that center around Valentine's Day. Yeah, there are. Really? Yeah. Like what? Poop. <laughs> the card game. Poo, the card game. Oh, no, no. There's one actually called the Poop. The Poop. And it, it or Poop card game, and that comes in a brown bag. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't have it, um, but I used to sell them. Okay. <laughs> Well, anyways, so basically what I was going to say, and if you are part of our Facebook group, I was going to put on there, just bring your favorite game. One game or two games. You know, I know it's very hard for you. Here's what I'm thinking. What? The best game for Valentine's Day or the For the Love of Gamers, Pandemic. Why not? Why don't we just play Walking Dead? Oh, there we go. Everyone dies. Right? Yeah. I'm okay with this. You're okay with this? Yes. So instead of, you know... Zombie games! We're bringing... Instead of bringing the game that you love, that you most love, that you always Let's all play. just play the games that Joe loves. Let's, let's rename it uh, For the Love of Joe. Just because it's your birthday doesn't mean you can take over the entire game day. Click clack lumberjack. We should get that. I want to play eight hours of click clack lumberjack. God, no. Followed up by flick 'em up. I wouldn't mind playing that game. That was on my um, bucket list. Axis and allies. No. I'm tapping 42 out. Forty-two hours of Axis and allies. Great. I'm tapping out. Followed up with Conan, the strategic game. Nope. No? You're getting away from... Those weren't even on your bucket list. <laughs> I know. But Pandemic Legacy Season 1 was. It was. And Flick 'em Up was on mine. You know what else would be a really good game to, to get to the table? What? That, you know, just... It resonates people loving each other. Sure. Risk Legacy. There's nothing like taking a person down to nothing. No. And since I despise Valentine's Day, there's nothing like destroying a whole country. <laughs> Why don't we just get out The Walking Dead, the board game? Because they have a zombie faction and something. Spoiler, if you haven't played <laughs> Risk Legacy. You're so awful. Yeah. I get you have a complex about Valentine's Day. No, I don't think you understand no, how I much do. I hate Valentine's Day. I do. You cannot go anywhere out to eat unless you have planned months in advance and have a reservation. Just so you all know, Joe was born on Valentine's Day, and so that's why he has animosity towards Valentine's Day. Well, I would have to be born on Valentine's Day to have my birthday as Valentine's Day. Yeah. Because... Valentine's Day does not change 
so it's not like my birthday Thanks just threw away. Thanks for correcting me. <laughs> Go on with your little tangent now. I'm just saying, Valentine's Day sucks. I get that. It, it, and, and don't take this wrong, but it's totally a girl's holiday. What have I said to you every single Valentine's Day? Buy me crap. No. <laughs> it's your birthday. I care less. It's a day. Really? Yes. What'd you say to me yesterday while I was at Target? What? Get me chocolate for Valentine's Day. Okay, chocolate. <laughs> I'm a girl. Yeah. And what did you get? I got chocolate. Yeah. So, uh, basically what I'm saying is Valentine's Day sucks. I think they should cancel the holiday and rename it Joe's birthday. <laughs> Maybe in the future. We'll, we'll get that going. Yeah. Make Joe's birthday great again. Average Joe's day. <laughs> yes. I, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, it's just, it's, it's, it's a stupid holiday. Well, that's why I didn't want Gavin born on Christmas. I know. And I said that because it sucks having a birthday as a holiday. And then he decided otherwise. Yeah, he's like, yeah, whatever. We're not going to get into that You're story. You're not doing Christmas anymore. We're not getting into that story. So, um, we got, after, for the love of gamers, what do we got going on? Is it St. Patty's Day? Nope. First, we have our Extra Life meeting oh. on the 9th. Oh. What is St. Patty's Day this year? Um, I want to say it's on the weekend, but I'm not absolutely positive. Because mm -hmm. I don't have a calendar in front of me right now. Okay. But so we've got uh, Extra Life meeting at March 9th, mm -hmm. okay? And then we haven't set up a St. Patrick's Day. I have St. Patrick's games. I understand that, but usually we go to the parade. Yes. We could do that as a group. Okay. Yes. I'm not going out if it's cold. It's probably cold. It's March. Not necessarily. Yeah. All right. So after that, really don't have a whole lot planned. Okay. All until right. June. We'll just wing it from there. We're winging it. We are. Um. So. Do you have anything else? Um. No. All right. Well, that's it for us tonight. Until next time, I'm Joe. And I'm Jesse. You have power. The power to save lives. The power to defeat illnesses. The power to use games for good. You can be a hero for local sick and injured kids through Extra Life, a 24-hour gaming marathon that supports a local Children's Miracle Network hospital in your community. Join 50,000 gamers from all across the world as we battle the enemy illnesses and injuries facing local kids. Play games! Heal kids! Find out more at extra-life.org. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Follow us on Facebook at Average Joe's Gaming Podcast page. You can also join our Facebook group at Average Joe's Gaming. Follow us on Instagram at Average Joe's Gaming. Follow us on Twitter at Hammerly Joseph. Join our Board Game Geek Guild at Average Joe's Gaming. You can listen to us on Google Play Music, Amazon Alexa, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. Please give us a rating on whatever format you're listening to. 
If you'd like to get a hold of us, you can reach us at AverageJoe'sGamingPodcast at Outlook.com. 